0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Varsity Breakdown podcast. On this episode, we have a very special guest joining us. None other than Nebraska Cornhuskers wide receiver, Marcus Washington. We are live on location for an amazing event that's all about molding the next generation of football standouts. I'm talking about the Friday Night Lights Youth Football Camp, hosted by none other than Coach Chico of KDP Athletics. This camp was an absolute game changer for young athletes who dream of making it big in the football world. The camp offered a unique opportunity for kids to learn from some of the best coaches and players in the game. Featuring our guest, Mr. Marcus Washington. Relax and enjoy the show. everybody this is the varsity breakdown podcast and i am your host Lupe ramirez and i am very blessed to be sitting with a d1 athlete the first d1 athlete we're having on the show mr marcus washington marcus welcome to the show
1: how's it going how you everybody doing
0: so i wanted to thank you for for coming down everybody's going to hear the sound of wind because we're actually at a camp so we're in uh seats like we're camping so i wanted that that full camp atmosphere yes, um How's it been? Because I had just talked to you briefly beforehand that you are from uh Missouri. How how have you been able to adapt to this heat?
1: <laughs> uh it's a work for sure, for sure. Uh I don't know. It's just I don't know how I've been adapting <laughs> to the heat. I can't even answer that question. It's definitely a difference. Um maybe being in Texas helped me a little a little bit, but
0: that's what I was gonna ask. Did that uh Humidity in Texas kind of prepare you for what you're expecting right now? Because now that you've been in both places, what feels worse, the dry heat or the humidity?
1: Uh, I'm definitely say the dry heat. The dry heat, it's that heat like you go outside, you're going to be mad for a little second. So <laughs> it's all good, though. Uh, beautiful city, though. Beautiful city.
0: So how did you come to meet uh, Mr. KDP himself, Coach Chico?
1: So I met uh, Coach Chico through my brother uh, coming out here. And then we just kind of connected Um he had a vision and um it's just been up ever since. Uh, that's how uh, me and Coach Chico connected.
0: Well I'm thankful that collab, you know, came to be. Now you spent your high school years in Missouri, you were uh, a Trinity Catholic high school Titan. Um what was the best memory that you can recall in the in the time that you were uh a four year letterman in high school?
1: Uh, winning the state title with um my team for sure. Uh just the brotherhood we had and um just coming together that final senior year and accomplishing what we always wanted to in high school had to be the best moment uh, coming out of high school.
0: Have you been back since?
1: Uh, no, unfortunately, it's closed down. So.
0: Oh wow! Really? <laughs> okay. Now you were a prolific wide receiver coming out of high school, and you played uh, for two major Power Five teams, but you're also a dual sport athlete in high school. You played basketball. How did you feel you approached basketball and football differently?
1: Uh. So, growing up all the way about until sophomore year, I approached both of them pretty much the same. Uh, when it was basketball season, I was going hard training to basketball. When it was football season, going hard training to football. It wasn't until I got a couple more offers in football where I was like, all right, I got to go. I'm going to shoot this path just because I knew my family couldn't probably afford for me to pay to go to college. And I, my big brother, he got a scholarship to go to college, so it was kind of just always instilled in me, like, I got to get a scholarship and I got to go to college. There's no choice. And football just seemed like it would be the path to go.
0: So sometime around your junior year was a time that you felt that your capabilities could take you anywhere that you imagined?
1: Uh, yeah. But it's funny, though, because growing up, like, basketball was my first love. So it was kind of hard for me to give it up. Um, just going on the AU circuit and then seeing people who was really, really good at basketball, that just kind of –
0: what kind of brand were you? Were you a Nike kid, a Adidas? Uh, Adidas kid? on the Adidas, uh, Adidas circuit. Okay. Uh
1: Gateway and I played with uh, Team Ramy, both out of St. Louis.
0: Um, what did you have a difference in number when you were in basketball?
1: You saw, uh, like jersey, jersey number? number, yeah? Uh, you know, a you you go all over the place with numbers. Uh, so I always had different numbers my whole basketball career. Even football, I didn't really start getting like a stable number to my high school.
0: Okay. Uh, could you describe to me the type of student athlete you
1: were in high school? Uh. I wouldn't say you're normal student athlete because uh I probably did accomplish a few things that others didn't, but like it wasn't it wasn't difference. I went to school and I worked hard at um and I worked hard at my craft football and I worked hard at basketball until like I stopped but so I wouldn't say it was anything like I was prolific or special um it was just uh, I guess I got a blessing.
0: You were a true freshman at Texas in twenty nineteen yes, and under coach uh Tom Herman. Uh, I wanted to ask you, what role did he play in your recruiting and your initial commitment to the Longhorns?
1: Uh, coach Herman was a great guy. Uh, he, played a, he played a role in um, my uh, commitment, for sure, for sure, just him being a head coach. But I was, I, it was more of uh, me, like, wanting. I knew I wanted to get far away from St. Louis coming out of high school. So that was a big thing as well, and I just felt like at the time, coming out of high school, Texas was the perfect fit for me.
0: And when you went to Texas, like, what When you were – your first moment in Austin, what was, like, your first memory? Like, man, I'm here.
1: My first memory? It wasn't a good memory, actually. It was my first workout.
0: <laughs> okay. Elaborate on that. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, we um when you're a freshman coming into college that summer, especially in the summer, you're going you to go through it. Coaches are going – they're going to really be on you, and it's just a wake-up call. Like, you probably wasn't working as hard as you thought you were working in high school. So, just that the biggest difference. Well that was the biggest difference coming out of high school to college to me.
0: Now you played with three top coaches. What were their differences and some of their similarities that you played uh with f- for the coaches that you played for?
1: Uh so I, I actually played with like, I think six head coaches. I done had six head coaches. Oh, dang. Uh I will uh s- we can start. Who you want to start? You gotta ask me, like Herman or yeah. Let's let's go
0: with Herman because Herman's at uh, uh, at FAU right now, isn't he? Yes, sir. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about how, how Coach Herman's uh, coaching was towards you.
1: Uh, coach Herman was a uh, coach. He demanded. He demanded hard work. Uh, kind of like a uh, a very disciplined discipline program that he ran, and um, that's that's pretty much what Herman was about.
0: And Coach Sarkeesian.
1: Sarkeesian, um, one of the first college coaches that like I really connected with, and we and we I feel like we had like a relationship even outside of football. I respect him a lot as a man. Um, he's a players coach. He understands his players, of course. Like you, you guys see he's an offensive genius. Um, and so he's a great, he's a great guy, great coach. Um, uh, I wish the best the best for him.
0: And the any of the coaches that you have now with you in Nebraska.
1: Uh Coach Rule, Coach Rule, I like him a lot and I respect him as a man. He um he brings out the best in me, not only as a football player, but off the field. He uh he holds me off the field just as much as he holds me on, on the field with accountability, uh integrity, things like that. So uh I, I love Coach Rule. He's a great man. Um I'm looking forward to playing with him this upcoming season.
0: What's something that you could share with like the student athletes that are listening right now? as far as like what what did you do to set yourself apart from the other people that were chasing the same dream as you
1: i just believe honestly i feel like your belief your confidence and um, manifestation can get you far 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 in life um and i feel like that was the biggest difference like what drove me like i just always believed like i could i could do this i can do this and when you believe you start putting in the work you start seeing a little bit of results and the results Turn into confidence, and in. more confidence, and confidence you build, the better you are. So, I just feel like the biggest thing is belief, and just knowing you could be anything you want in this world. Um, not even having to be a football player, not having to be like D one. You could be a doctor, you could be an astronaut, you could be whatever you want in this world if you put your mind to it.
0: So, speaking of that, what did you choose for your field of study?
1: Uh, so, at Texas, I was in the um, sports management school. Uh, I wanted to be a broadcaster, coming out like after football was all said and done. Uh, then I transferred to Nebraska, and so I'm doing um, human development there. But I plan on like getting into real estate, getting like 18 wheel company after college, and a bunch of other business things I got just in the back of my mind. Uh, my brother has a business, alkaline activated. I plan on helping that, um, investing in that, growing that. And so I just, it's a couple avenues that when it's football is said and done, and even during football that I feel like I got to uh, venture off into.
0: And I'm I'm thankful that you mentioned uh, alkaline activated because they're a sponsor for this event tonight. So sure, for sure. so Great smoothies. And, and what's your favorite flavor of a
1: smoothie? The strawberry mango smoothie. You gotta try it if you hear this interview. You gotta try the smart uh, strawberry mango smoothie.
0: Well, how how can they get to to the page? The uh, page, yeah. So you,
1: Instagram alkaline activated. Uh, you can act, uh, the account owners page will die a brown. Uh, the basement page. It's, it's a couple avenues. You're just going and the website is right on all of them. And then um, you can also go on the link to my Instagram bio, and you can go on alkalineactivator.com. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty
0: sure when this comes out, you're going to get a lot, of, a lot of hits on that. <laughs> For sure. So now that you've been in a few different climates, because I was just uh, uh, going through your Instagram not too long ago, and you were on a boat. <laughs> so <laughs> like now that you've been able to go just about anywhere that you've dreamed of, what is the best place that you've visited so far and why?
1: Uh, I would have to say... Mexico, just cause it was like my first time out of the country. Uh, just a, I'm not gonna say crazy experience, but my opening experience. And it was kind of like when I came out of St. Louis to Texas, cause that opened my mind a lot more too. So like, I I would definitely say Mexico, cause it just opened my mind. I always said I'd never go out the country, and then I went out the country. So,
0: how long did you spend out
1: in Mexico? Like two, three days. Two, three days.
0: That's that. See, I feel like I've never been. But I have the feeling that being in Mexico is kind of like being in Vegas. You just want to stay there for about two to three days and then get home. Nah, for sure, for
1: sure, for sure. For sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, as a kid, what, who were some of like your your professional athlete influences?
1: A uh, professional athlete. I, I I was a Kobe fan growing up. Like I said, I I enjoyed basketball a lot, so I was a Kobe fan. Uh, Mike Vick. He had I had that was my very first pair of cleats, some Mike Vick cleats. Uh. And then it was probably I those probably like the only two athletes I got um like in, inspired I'm not gonna say inspired me, but I looked up to as a kid. Um a kind of weird one. I wouldn't even say weird, but like one of my favorite athletes, people probably really don't know, he's a college athlete, but he went to the league, he played with the Denver Broncos, his name was Ryan Broyles. He was a receiver at Oklahoma, I think in like two thousand and eight. And he is the reason like I fell in love with football. Nobody knows this. It was I was watching TV one day, and he caught like this back. I remember it vividly. Like caught a back of the uh, line end zone pass, and like from that day, like he was probably like the coldest receiver to me. That's when NCAA was still out. I always played with Oklahoma. He was number eighty five. So if he does hear this, it, it was Ryan Broyles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we we're, we're, we hope he's listening. So. Um, what are your uh, what are some of your favorite sports franchises like you just mentioned the Denver Broncos like what what are the teams that you got jerseys for or that you cheer for on Sundays or whenever you know basketball season comes around
1: Uh I'm a Lakers fan I don't really have in as far as NFL I'm more of like a player driven type of fan not a team but like I'm a Lakers fan that's that's probably pretty much it and then the St. Louis Cardinals I I rip all the St. Louis sports St. Louis Blues things like that but Oh, so, I'm a Lakers fan. So,
0: I got to ask you because I'm i I'm a fan. Were you a fan of the Rams when they were in St. Louis or no?
1: No, for sure, for sure. You got to support your uh, hometown team. So, I was definitely a uh, fan of the Rams. Uh, I went to a couple games as a kid. And so, I wish they honestly were still in St. Louis.
0: Were you upset, upset or accepting whenever they decided to leave for L.A.?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say I was upset. I was, like, I was too young to, like, really – get too attached to a team it was kind of not a big deal but like now being older i see like how the older generation felt about them leaving just being older and realizing things but like i wasn't too upset when it happened
0: do you feel with the addition of the xfl having a franchise there do you feel that that will help that uh want or need for football in the st louis area
1: for sure for sure, and I see uh i be seeing on social media like the uh Battlehawks also have like some of the highest rating attendance, so like I feel like the NFL does decide to move a franchise St Louis should be one of the top top cities they should consider
0: now you you've mentioned a, a few people that you've that that you say that are like under the radar type people. One thing I like to ask all my athletes are, could you build me an unbeatable five on five you and four other people? a basketball team that nobody's beating of people that you've played with
1: of uh, that I played with mm-hmm. so I played with um I play with s- some talent actually an unbeatable 5 on 5 so I got my boy his name Yuri Collins I played with him in little league uh basketball he just got signed to the uh Warrior Golden State Warriors he's out of slew uh I p- who else i didn't play with Caleb Love Went to North Carolina. Uh now is at Arizona as well. I done mm-hmm. played with him. Uh Yuri'll be at the one. I'll be at the two. Caleb at the three. Who else I done played with? Oh yeah, Ryan. Ryan Kalkbrunner. He I played with him at uh high school. He's my high school center. He goes to Creighton right now. Uh seven footer. Oh, okay. He would be a center. And then one more. Uh See
0: now this spot matters because if people are listening that they, that they, they'd be Say upset who? if they're not on that
1: team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At the foe, I ain't played with EJ. Uh who else then Kang? Oh, I didn't play with um Cameron Fletcher. I played with Cameron Fletcher for uh a brief time at Little League uh AAU basketball. He'll probably be my foe. uh goes to Florida State right now.
0: Okay, and what about football? an unbeatable seven on seven, you at the wide receiver, who's gonna be your quarterback and who's gonna be on the field with you?
1: On my high school team, it's gonna be Isaiah quarterback, me outside receiver, Mookie slot receiver, Bryce other outside receiver, and Frenchy as the other slot receiver. And oh, we win in every seven on seven. You said yeah. that with so <laughs> much
0: confidence and it was so fast. It yeah. was a lot faster <laughs> than your basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> so so now that you've been able to play in a bunch of different climates, is there a specific climate that you feel like you excelled in, or uh, time? Because how how do you feel about day games compared to night games? I know I just gave you like three different <laughs> questions, but but go ahead. And, and.
1: So as far as the weather, the weather doesn't really um, dictate whether you excel or not. I know it sounds cliche, but it's the truth. Um, and honestly, in all of football, like the weather's going to be the same. It's going to be hot at the beginning of the season, kind of cold at the end. Uh, what was the other question? I'm sorry. Day uh, or
0: night, how do you feel about the, the, the comparison between the
1: two? So, the day games, I like them both. But, like, of course, I like getting the game out the way earlier. But, like, when we're playing, like, uh, uh, it's a hype game, definitely at night. is a part of the atmosphere. So, I like day games when it's um, – I'm not going to say, like, a regular game because every game is important. But, like, those college game day games, I like those to be at nighttime.
0: Okay. And, and what was – what was some of the biggest moments that you can recall, like from your first time having one of the college game day moments?
1: Uh, my freshman year, we played LSU, the uh, national championship team. Okay. And college, college game day, came to uh Austin, and that was like that was kind of like when uh, you asked earlier uh a surreal moment in college. That was my like my first surreal game day experience moment, and just seeing like uh Dur what what is Daryl came. K- Royal Stadium, the Texas Stadium, mm-hmm. field and um under the lights, everybody there, celebrities, athletes. It was kinda crazy to me. So that's probably it.
0: When you switched your major, like what was the, the driving force behind that?
1: Uh honestly, if I'm being honest, it was because Nebraska doesn't have a sports management school. Okay. So that's that's probably that was the biggest factor.
0: So if if you had the chance you would not go into some type of sports broadcasting or or within some type of field like that?
1: Uh yeah. I don't, I honestly don't know now. It's cuz like my my vision is just different. I know a little bit more than I was coming out of uh senior of high school, so like it probably wouldn't even been anything that I probably would have done with that field, but like it was definitely a dream like coming out of high school.
0: So how many ring, uh how long did it? Did you stop wearing your ring? Like, do you do you still wear your high school championship ring every now and then?
1: I, no, I got it in a trophy case in the trophy. It's actually in my mom's basement, uh, okay. so we got it in the trophy case over there. I don't really wear it too many times.
0: So, what was some of like the the moments f- at, during your championship game where where you felt like you know it was either in the bag or or like all your work had finally paid
1: off? Uh, are you saying like when I knew we was gonna win the game? Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, we knew, like, it was our senior year. We knew we was winning state, like, at the beginning of the season. So, like, I would say it was more like, I guess you could say, yeah, when the clocks did hit zero, like, it did hit, like, we state champions. But, uh like I said, that whole year, like, we knew we were winning state. We, we, we They owed us one, so we, we had to go get that.
0: <laughs> and you were in the class three, right?
1: Class two, class, class two. two. Yes, sir. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I think we did go class three my last year.
0: So how many different classes are there in in the state of Missouri? There are six. It goes up to six. Okay.
1: And Missouri is different than a lot of other states, though. Um, Like the class two A's, the private schools are typically better in Missouri. You Don't do get me wrong. You do have talented six A schools. You got a couple of them. Uh, You got a CBC, uh, a Dismet. But, like, for the most part, it's those class two through four range that are like the best schools in Missouri
0: was there any type of travel moments that that you had as a kid like playing uh you said you played like AAU ball right or like on the travel circuit like what were some of the moments that you'll never like forget like even as an adult
1: um one of the I remember my eighth grade year uh my first time traveling for football I was actually hurt um I just broke my ankle so I wasn't able to play but we traveled all the way to Atlanta and it was just, like, we were a brotherhood then still. Like, my whole life I grew up, like, playing with kids, like, that we all grew up together playing basketball, football. Mom and dads know each other. Like, so it was real connected. And so they had won the championship and, like, honored it to me just because I was hurt. That um, So that was kind of, like, my favorite surreal moment, like, traveling as a kid. Um, and then as a basketball team, I used to play with this team called the Wildcats. We used to always go to Indiana. Uh, for this uh, AAU tournament at the Field House, And they used, them tournaments used to always be fun. It's like 10 courts, all the best fifth grade and fourth grade teams there. So those tournaments used to be fun as well.
0: So what does the fall look like for you coming up?
1: Uh, grinding. Uh, tr- trying to go 1-0 one, and, one and o every week with my team, my brothers, um, and just grinding to uh, accomplish our goals, not only as individuals, that, but as a team, as a brother's. Um, and that's the biggest thing I'm looking forward to th- in the fall.
0: And when do you get back to Nebraska, actually?
1: Uh, I get back uh, this week, Sunday.
0: So how do you feel like you're going to adjust to that, that humidity when you get back from this dry heat?
1: Uh, I'm used to it now. It's not going to be too big of an adjustment. I've been traveling back and forth for uh, for a minute now, so it's not going to be too big of an adjustment.
0: Okay. One thing that, that I like to ask my guests is is what was something that, motivated you to 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 continue to do sports because a lot of people either choose to stick with the career or you know it's one or the other like not a lot of people are are multi you know purpose driven what was something for you that that made that focus clear
1: uh honestly uh as a kid growing up in st louis it's, it's um like it's only i'm not gonna say it's only two paths you can go but it's like it's just that's the typical route so like my brother he went to college uh and just seeing him how he lived his life what he, what he was able to do with college and my dad he took the other route and uh i seen i seen the results of that so i seen kind of both spectrums of it and um, uh, it was like a no brainer to go to college i never really even gotten in, off into the other stuff it never really excited me as a kid it was always just going to college so i i, I would say it was like just seeing my brother um then I grew up in a social media age, too. So, like, it was easy to see athletes looking up highlights and stuff. Like, I remember I was little, I don't know if everybody remember, but Cody Paul, I used to look at him, his highlights all the time. So, it was, like, I just always figured, like, being an athlete, I fi- figured that was my path.
0: And what was something that that you used as motivation to make sure that that you get noticed? Like, were you – uh? you said you grew up in the social media age. Were you mm-hmm. easily promoting yourself or were like your coaches and stuff promoting you because of how well you were doing?
1: Uh no, nah, so when I say I grew up in a social media age, I was just saying like how ex accessible. Uh I feel like what drove me and what motivated me was just like it was just I honestly like when I was a kid, you don't know no better. Like you you just doing it for fun, like you love it. So, you know, it was more like a love for like I, I actually enjoyed working out like when I was in high school, we'd be at this uh high school, Jennings High School, every Saturday for at least three to four hours, like, going hard every week. And we didn't even look at it as we were working out. We were looking at it like it's fun, like this is what we're going to do on the weekend. So it was more like I, I really didn't even know no better. I was just having fun, and I knew, like I said earlier, I knew I didn't want to get off into other stuff, so why not go to the park? Why not just go all the way in on something and, and see where it takes me?
0: Do you remember your first offer and, and who gave it to you?
1: Yeah, it was my freshman year, uh, Iowa State. Me and my uh, football coach actually had a bet, and he was telling me, like, I have a, uh, I used to tell him, like, I'm going to get a basketball offer before a football because I used to think I was a hooper. And so then I remember he called me in the office. He was like, give me 50 push-ups. I'm like, he was like, because you got the first offer. You got your first football offer. So I remember mean, it was from Iowa State, Coach McDonald.
0: And, and – you, did you take any uh, uh, of your official visits?
1: Uh, Yes, I think, what, I took three. I took one to Nebraska. I took one to Texas. And I took one to Ohio State. And
0: could you rank them in in terms of 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 which one was the best to which one was like,
1: Uh, uh I would definitely, it would probably go, it would go Texas is one. That's probably where I committed, of course. Um. Ohio State at 2 and Nebraska at 3 but like coming out of high school is like really for all the wrong reasons uh, official visits I'm not going to tell no story <laughs>
0: <laughs> No and and that's cool cuz um what like one thing that I I'd like to find out too is 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 those stories about you know what happens like you know behind the scenes because sometimes those are like some of the most memorable things that you can you can share but Yeah, it's it's (laughs) cool to keep some of those things under wraps, especially with you still being in school. For sure. So, what are your plans? You know, after you know this season, I know that you know I'm probably looking too far ahead, and and you're looking forward to this upcoming season. But what what are your ambitions for after college?
1: After college, uh, hopefully it leads into the NFL. But if you're talking about like after football is done, uh, like I said, I plan to get on get into real estate. I plan to uh, getting like an 18 wheel company. It's a bunch, of, like I said, it's a bunch of avenues I plan on getting into. I really just, I guess, I want to be an entrepreneur of many, many businesses. And so Do you
0: plan to graduate from Nebraska?
1: For sure, for sure, yes, sir. Okay. In December.
0: And and are you gonna continue your education, or are you just gonna be fine with that that one degree?
1: Uh. Or is for it going right to something that you see as it comes? I would say, yeah, for right now, I'd say I'm going to be done. I'm definitely not going to just hop right back in and try to get my master's, but that's definitely something I could see me doing down the road.
0: Well, I definitely look forward to seeing, you know, what comes of the future of, of, of Mr. Washington Empire. I, I, don't, I don't know, you know, if it's going to be a, a, a moving company or, or, or some type of 18-wheeler business, but I definitely know with the mentality that you have, it's definitely going to flourish. But, now that I've asked, you know, just about every question that I could, what, I, I'm going to give you the floor to go ahead and just go ahead and give thanks or just just give me anything that you've been you've been thinking of since you've been here and, and just describe your, your experience from this Friday Night Lights camp.
1: Uh, first off, I would like to thank Coach Chico for uh, putting this all together, uh, KDP Athletics, his 10U team. Uh, I'd like to thank all the kids, the parents that came out here. Uh, I'd like to thank my brother for uh, – Basically getting everything started, like just help helping me with everything like life, football, the businesses I be talking about. I Like to thank him, my family back home, and um, uh, I like to thank you too as well for interviewing me. You
0: no, know, I'm glad you came on because when I saw that you were coming to the camp, I I remember I was like kind of anxious to ask <laughs> Coach Chico. I was like, I was like this is kind of a reach, but at the same time I was like, this, you know, closed mouths don't get fed, so you gotta ask. So I was like. Hey coach, what are the, what are the chances uh, of getting Mr. Washington on the show? Oh He's yeah, like, I think so that would that, that would be a, a good opportunity. He's like, let me go find out and then I'll give you, you know, a, a call right back. And when he told me the good news that, yeah, you know, we can have some time for you. To, you guys sit down. I was ecstatic <laughs> and 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 just doing my research on you and finding out like like I said, knowing that you went to Missouri and and my time visiting there, I went there when the Rams were still in St. Louis and I just went to the Edward Jones Dome just to see where they played. Mm-hmm. And I had a really awkward experience in Missouri. I'll talk, <laughs> I'll talk to you about that off of, off, <laughs> off mic. But that whole area, it's it's just so live in a different way. Like coming here, like it, I feel like it's kind of like a peace and calm, like going to Texas. I remember driving through Texas and and, and I spent a little bit of time in Houston it was wild down there. Like, being yeah. on the freeway, like, that thing actually put fear in my <laughs> heart because people were going 100 miles an hour like it was normal.
1: Yeah, Houston, a fast city, super fast city.
0: And it's sinking, bro. Like, that <laughs> <laughs> that's what I don't get. But one thing that I, 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 I'll share with you really quick, when I was in Missouri, um, I was – easily lost because I think I went over like the Martin Luther King bridge and I was like <laughs> seen a sign that said entering Illinois I was like damn I'm in a completely different state <laughs> now I need
1: last so, I was saying he ended up on the east side I don't know
0: and this was before like Google Maps so I'm using MapQuest like just flipping through paper <laughs> to, try to make sure that I was getting <laughs> to where I needed to go but I appreciate you taking the time to to, to come through and sit down and, and talk with me um, it was an honor to have you here. I'm, I'm glad that you, you, you came down and you actually, you and your brother were, were able to get with coach Chico and, and to make this moment come true. So uh, again, I want to say thank you for coming onto the show and I look forward to seeing what you do on college game days. And I'm definitely going to be seeing what you do in in a Huskers uniform this season.
1: Appreciate you. Thanks for having me.
0: All right, Mr. Washington, you take it easy. <laughs>